Happy Friday, everybody! I am so excited that it's Friday because it has been a long week, and while I because you got to get down on Friday, exactly. Yes, yes. By the way, shout out to Rebecca Black because she is living such a good life for herself now, and I just feel like she has had the best redemption arc on the entire internet, and I am so proud of her. Well, she she had this best redemption arc partially because she didn't deserve the hate. She was like 12 and she put out a shitty song. Like the person who deserved all the hate was the guy who produced it and published it. And maybe her parents for like enabling her to say, Hey, you'll be a big star one day, sweetie. Don't worry. Yeah. Especially cause that guy produces tons of songs for like 12 year olds who and he got can't in trouble sing that well. Like yeah. And he all did their the parents money. Oh my God. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. I'm glad that Rebecca black is now like living her best life. And is putting out music that she cares about. Well, she's why, like, when you talked about, like, she handled her backlash. I know, obviously, it's not the same sort of stuff that she got destroyed for. But, like, you talked about Shane Dawson and how the worst thing he could possibly do is disappear for so long. Rebecca exactly. Black just could, like, she, 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 as a 12-year-old, handled the internet laughing at her better than Shane did. She handled the internet laughing at her better than almost every... Almost anybody. Almost every internet celebrity... Because I think, I think she, you know, she didn't feed on drama. She just, like, she just, like, did her own thing. She kind of, she started making music again at some point. I don't know. I, I'm happy for Rebecca Black. I'm happy for her, too. I'm happy for her. And I will, I will listen to her music on Fridays. Because you gotta get down on her. Fridays. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, wait. I just remembered, since we're doing, like, podcast format, too, I gotta start using, like, my real microphone for these, so. Okay, um, no, so y'all, a couple quick announcements before RK goes into ASMR mode. Okay, good, so you could hear my ASMR mode. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> couple quick things. First of all, check this out. We have, we passed 300 subscribers on the new channel the other, uh, yesterday, I think. No thanks to I you, Cat. Sorry. Okay, you're awesome. <laughs> so we passed 300 subscribers, and I'm hoping that by next week sometime we can get to 1,000, because I, I think it'd be fun to get this this channel monetized as well. So everyone who's watching, don't forget to subscribe to the channel that you're currently on. I probably need to promote it on my main channel a little bit more. But I think we've been having a very good experience having a second channel, because my main channel has, like... All the videos on there that um, everyone who subscribed to that wants to see. And then everyone who just wants this is here. And nobody is getting overwhelmed with stuff. Well, that's what I like about this channel. It's the fact that we have over 300 subs. And literally every single person that subbed, subbed for this. And yes. nothing else. Exactly. And I <laughs> like that. Yeah. So no one will get disappointed. Hopefully, unless we make this show super disappointing, which I don't put past us. We're very disappointing people. So can I just quickly give a shout out real quick to Kat Benson? I know I jokingly said that, but she has the coolest podcast name. It's Iron MVMNT. It's on Apple Podcasts. Listen to it and give it a five star. And the reason why it's Iron MVMNT is because the periodic table of element for iron is FE. So it looks like fem movement. Wait, that is super cool. I, ne right? I never that. realized that before. Look at that. So y'all should go subscribe to this 
and uh, give her and Christina a five star. I mean, y'all know my philosophy. If they're a friend, lie and give them five stars. So, so tell, tell. I'm kidding. Don't, don't, don't lie. Actually, find a reason to give it five stars and then give her a five star review. I don't think you would need to lie. Kat Benson is so cool that she deserves five stars. I know. I know. I'm just, pu I'm just pushing the, the, the lie for your friend movement right now. That's okay. I disagree with the lie for your friend movement, but it's all good. It's all good. All right, y'all. Tell me in the comments if you agree or disagree with the lie for your friend movement. Because when Savvy's arrested and I have to lie and say she was not at that party at that time, I'm sure she'll disagree and say the lie for your friend movement is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, y'all check that out. And while you're over on a podcast, please lie for your friend movement and give uh, this podcast a five-star review. It's the um, the Your Morning Guru podcast. You'll recognize the logo. Yeah, give this podcast five stars and then give RK's podcast gray and gold. Give that five stars. Or give it one star and talk about like how problematic we are and go into like any online forum you can and talk about how we deserve to be canceled and then everyone will hate listen to us because Gray doesn't care. Gray actually was telling, Gray dealt with something similar. He, he There was like an attempt of internet backlash. I think canceled is a stupid thing to say. We've seen that be totally misused this past week. But he, he basically, he posted a picture a few years ago where he yeah. was like, I'm going to, and it was like, I'm going to rape these tacos. And everyone blew up at him for saying for saying the word rape and he's like guys oh wait i, I get yeah it. Oh, i get I it you don't like he like, he's like referenced that in his songs yeah and he got <laughs> he got a lot of people pissed for that picture <laughs> yeah i mean it's very easy to you know just accidentally go too far with a joke that you didn't realize someone was not gonna like or something so yeah, I mean, feel free to give our podcast one star and say that we're the worst. But if, if, you, if you, if you, the thing, if you want to give us a negative review, you got to go into you detail. Leave a review. Yes. You got to leave say a review. The same thing. Yeah, if you, you, can't, you can't just one star it. You you got to like write a paragraph. Yeah, exactly. Because then, yeah, you want people to want to tune in to see how bad it is and leave us hate comments so we get the engagement. Yes, I'm glad we're on the same page for that. We're on the same. Oh, absolutely. Sorry for absolutely. cutting you off. I just, I just got excited because we were on the same page. No, you are. You're absolutely right. Um, also guys at 11 in three hours, I have a new video premiering on my channel. Me and Antibot are discussing the book Ponzinomics and going more in depth about the ways that the government enables MLM companies and pyramid schemes and things like that. And having some discussions about that. So, you know, set a reminder here, going to be having a live chat. Ooh, a lot. It's a live well, it's a premiere, so we filmed it in advance, but the chat will be live. Yeah, but it's not like, it's alive, like Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> yeah. I don't no. know what Christina's on about here, but I like what she says. Instructions unclear, penis stuck in sour cream. <laughs> that that sounds like a solid one-star review for, like, Hello Fresh's taco dishes. I don't know. <laughs> I ordered Blue Apron, and I wasn't sure how I should have sex with it. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, before we go into goop, one more thing is that everyone should vote for me. Vote for Forever Home Friends. If you voted yesterday, you can vote again today because you can vote every twenty four hours. Uh, I'm gonna put the link in the chat. right here vote for forever home friends check the box and say you're not a robot 
So that is, yeah, that's the only other thing. My little self-promotion to try to help me advance in the grant competition. Christina says, all I can think of is the kid from School of Rock. You're tacky and I hate you. Dude, I love School of Rock. That movie's fantastic. I need to watch that again. I love that movie too. It's on HBO Max. Also, I sent you a picture this morning. I started Hey Arnold on Hulu because I'm rewatching that now and it's yeah, fantastic. I want to, we should watch Hey Arnold together this weekend. I'm totally down to watch Hey If anyone wants to join us to watch Hey Arnold, let us know. Because- Absolutely. Yeah. The more, the more people, the more fun. Although I don't have a paid Zoom account, so I don't know how many people I couldn't host it. If you have a paid Zoom account, you can host it. Of course I have a paid Zoom account. Okay. You have a paid StreamYard account. I have a paid Zoom account. Wait, well, look we're, at us. We're the ultimate COVID economy pair. We sure are. Maybe yeah. if we had like a Patreon, we could make that a thing. Like, Because you know how people will be like, I have a Patreon exclusive like live stream hangout where we watch something. I'm like, oh, if I had a paid Zoom account, I would do that. Well, you could do it on Discord too. Oh, I guess I could do it on Discord. You're so smart. Maybe I know I'll, I'm smart. Maybe I'll add that to my Patreon as a reward then. Like, we'll all watch Hey Arnold on, on Discord together. Everyone forgets about all my degrees because I just come on stream shirtless. Not, I don't have that many degrees. I have two. Me too. I also you too? Me too. I have Me two three. degrees. <laughs> um... So are we talking about Goop today, or are we over Gwyneth Paltrow and her pseudoscience? I think we should probably talk about Goop a little bit, maybe play one round of The Price is Right with Goop, and talk about what we want to keep from this week, and what we want to, what we're going to plan to do for next week, because I'm going to be real, guys, Gwyneth Paltrow is boring as fuck. She's so boring. This was the most boring week of all of them. It's why we didn't talk about her that much. (laughs) Like, it was fun to um make fun of how expensive the goop products are. And it was really fun when Kat came on the stream to talk about why her uh, health advice is incorrect. So like all of that was fun, but like her morning routine is really just like, I wake up, I meditate, I drink coffee. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. It, I'm, yeah, it's like, there's not, this is not interesting at all. What these following weeks have done for me is respect Rachel Hollis more and more. As is, this is giving me so much respect for Rachel Hollis, although I am going to be making another video soon, shit-talking her, because she went ahead and, like, she was planning to have her RISE conference, like, originally when the pandemic started, she had been planning to have it. <laughs> she was planning to have it in, uh, in, in, I think, San Diego. And in 2021, she's like, we'll move it to 2021. And, you know, now there's still a pandemic going on, but everybody had bought tickets already. So what she did was like, I'm going to move the conference online, but she didn't refund the tickets. She just had the online conference cost the same amount as the in-person conference. And it's like, that's not she how you sucks. do it. I was like, Rachel, no, 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 no. So I'm going to probably make some kind of review of this. Um, that's brutal. That's, that's, that's as a big, like, that's what, uh, that's what colleges did there there was this college in buffalo canisha's college it's a private school they literally did the same thing and they got in so much trouble for it they were like hey guys we know we had to move classes for this uh, for this year online but you're still paying full tuition cool <laughs> it's like fuck off exactly it was it was like so much bullshit so um i'm probably gonna do a video about that at some point because people have requested it um <sighs> yeah, so it, what are uh, trying to get up 
um, links as well so we can figure out what we're doing next week for Jordan Peterson because I think that'll be fun. Especially because every day after the stream, I've been going on a long walk with Chewy and listening to Jordan Peterson's audiobook. I tried listening to an, an, one of his interviews yesterday too, because I mean, I'm, I really don't want to read his next book. Like, I don't want to buy it. I'll I'll read it if it's if it's available in my library, but I really don't want to buy it. Um, but I was listening to one of his podcasts, and I just I don't like the dude. I really don't like the dude. I don't like he, him. He's, he speaks like everything he's saying makes perfect sense. And you know what? Sometimes he's not wrong. He does say some things that make sense. Um, he says too much chaos in your life is 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 uh, problematic and too much order in your life is problematic. Cool. I, I feel like a six-year-old could say that with a similar language. Like it, it's, it's, I don't see how you're such an expert or viewed by the 4chan community as the second coming of I don't even, I, I I had a solid analogy going and it just got away from me, but he just fucking sucks. I think when I was 19 years old, I probably would have gotten sucked into his line of thinking just because I was so into like sounding smart. Like I wanted to sound smart above all else. So when I listened to someone who sounds smart, it's why I, why I was willing to listen to Ben Shapiro at that time too. Cause it was like, Oh, the, you, you sound smart. So I'm like, Oh, I need to follow you because I too want to sound smart. And I didn't it's, think of it in those terms, but like at, at the end of the day, looking back at me at 19, sounding like the smartest person in the world was the most important thing to me then. And now I'm like, that's incredibly stupid. Like <laughs> anyone who just cares about sounding smart is they probably don't have that much important to say. Oh, and don't get me wrong. I can still be like super insecure about my intelligence. Cause it's just, I don't know. I, I get insecure about everything, but I, I do agree with you. I mean, in the virtual world, it's this goes back to a similar conversation that we've had before. It's better to be perceived as smart than to actually be intelligent. Online? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Better to be pedantic, like Ben Shapiro and, and Jordan Peterson. Should we live like Ben Shapiro for a week and just podcast our air our grievances? Just live live every day like it's Festivus. Yeah, I got I grievances. If we if we live like Ben Shapiro for a week, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, because uh, we can we can always we can wear like a we can get dressed up every morning, wear like a blazer and and nice like professional outfit, and then complain about uh, everything. Everything. I was gonna say the liberal media, but he's at the point now. I just filmed a video about him. He just complains about literally everything. Like even if it's not related to any of his beliefs, like even if it's against the if it's the complete opposite of his beliefs, like he just. And he just wants to complain about everything to get clicks at this point. So yeah, we could just we could just pull up random videos on YouTube and find things to complain about with them and talk really fast. Talk so fast and blame like the grid system and how it's you always get stuck at a red light on on the Hollywood media. Cause they want you to be stuck in a car longer so you can listen to their propaganda on the radio. Well, you just gotta treat that like Grant Cardone and you just gotta speed through all the red speed lights so that you're you got to be winning against the red lights. You got to beat the sun up and then you got to be winning against the, the street lights or the traffic lights. You got to win against all the other drivers on the road. Stopping is for poor people. Okay. You don't, <laughs> you don't follow the rules. If you want to get ahead, you break them. So you run stop signs, you run red lights and you 10 X your car speed. So if we took like, if we took uh, Grant Cardone and Ben Shapiro and fuse them together, like how dangerous of a person do you think that would be? Ben Shapiro and Grant Cardone. Mm -hmm. Well, it would just be buff Ben Shapiro because Grant Cardone's the same height as him. That's true. 
I feel like it would like double their their fast talking speed as well. Oh, and it's it's Ben Shapiro getting a christening instead of a bar mitzvah. Like <laughs> Ben Shapiro joins Scientology. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a Scientologist. Dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, Grant Grant Cardone is Scientology Ben Shapiro. I mean, yeah. Ben Shapiro has to has to give the appearance of of um I don't know, charity and intelligence and and I don't even fucking know because he fails at all of those. So I don't I don't know what his perception is. Like I know he's trying to appear to be the internet smart guy, and it's partially because of the way he dresses. Um, I, I mean, I'll say he's smart because he's one of the people I know. With like, he's up there with Joe Rogan did the simulcast that was uh, that was recorded. I know he wasn't the first, but he was one of the first popular ones that was recording live videos and then make putting that behind a paywall and posting clips of it on YouTube and then having his podcast be available. So he was dominating multiple mediums for his podcast. He also yeah. was one of the first people to like. Logan Paul does this. He, he he would always hype up how popular his podcast is and talk about like find some sort of like with authors, but it's more transparent with authors. Uh, talk about how they're the number one podcast and then not say in what in what category. Um, we should hype this up. We should be like we are the number one podcast in the in the fake making, guru the YouTube. Fake. We're not though, because Coffeezilla's podcast is the number one in that. He's he's beating us. That has a woman on it. <laughs> the, the, the number one co-ed podcast. Coffee awesome. is just two dudes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but okay, so we've got a few. Okay, so I think what we need to do here is we need to. I mean, reflecting on this week is nothing. It's this week was stupid. Gwyneth Paltrow is boring. But I found some blog posts we can react to. Wait, I have could... a question for you before yes. we do that. Yes. I can't think of many co-ed podcasts. I can think of podcasts that have two dudes and podcasts that have two women. I can't think of too many co-ed ones. Yeah, I think that's true. Oh, Frenemies with Ethan and Trisha. <laughs> There's that one. Yeah, yeah. That, but, but, I, that one's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> exactly. Because I, I think co-ed podcasts are funny. I think I think it's good to either uh, have have a man that 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 sways a little bit more on on the feminine discussion, or have like a hyper masculine uh, girl that just wants to like grow it out. I think there's total us? audience. Am I a hyper masculine girl and you're a man with the feminine side? I don't fucking know. I, I, I could see it. <laughs> I could see you being a, a hype, uh, like not hyper masculine, but you're definitely one of the boys. Yeah. I mean, you might have you, you might have me beat on armpit hair. I might. That's true. But you have me beat on facial hair so. and chest hair. <laughs> that's true. I will never have either of those. But you got me on chesticles. <laughs> I do, I do. And I call them that now because of that writing. Because <laughs> of that writing. Her <laughs> boobs shrunk her in the cold. shrinking in the cold. <laughs> why, why them her boobs were shrinking? Just because she was so depressed. It was like she felt so depressed that her boobs started shrinking. Oh my god, in depression can cure big boobitis. Okay, so yeah, this is what Eva is saying, that I'm assertive and you're compassionate, so that's why we have the good the good mix. Although, when we talk next week about Jordan Peterson, he seems to have this belief that um, order is masculine and chaos is feminine, which he never explains what that means. Or He goes into sort of weird detail later on when he starts using examples from Adam and Eve. Oh, okay, so it's just like a Bible thing? Like, yeah. Because in real life, I'm like, first of all, I feel like I'm I'm pretty chaotic, but I do feel like overall women tend to be more organized from what I've seen than men do. So I don't know how, why, and men like also start wars and shit. So I was like, men are definitely chaos. But I, yeah, I, but I, how organized is war? 
I don't fucking know. That's well. The thing is, like, none of it makes sense at all. Like, men and women are not order and chaos at all. <laughs> so, like, that they're not they're not equating to those. But he like uses that as if that that's like a, a given fact that we can use as the basis for this argument, and it doesn't make any sense. It is a all. weird thing to assign gender <laughs> to. Like, it's because it's something that you really don't need gender for. And I mean, like, I guess like. It's just like why? It's, it's it's like what's your favorite color? Ice cream. What the fuck? No, that's how I feel when I'm listening to this book half the time. He'll be like, "Oh, guys, we're gonna have so much fun reviewing his book next week because it is a mess and it is full of like incel shit." And I'm also convinced that Jordan Peterson is unaware of femdom as a as a fetish. Oh, I saw your tweets. Yeah, there's no way he knows what it is. Because his all of his stuff is about how scientifically men have to be dominant and stuff, and I was like, dude, you should you should Google femdom. Maybe it'll open your eyes to some things. I don't know. I mean, he wants me to live like a lobster. I'm living like a lobster. He's also unaware of lesbians, it seems, because all of his stuff about mating seems to be that women are seeking dominant men and all of this. And I'm like, dude, who's gonna tell him about lesbians? Like every time I listen to this book, I'm like. Yeah, but who's going to tell him about this entire huge subset of people that he that none of his uh, points work for at all? Yeah, he's um, he's just so smart. That's all it comes down to. I would say his book is less of a mess than Grant Cardone's book because Grant Cardone's book is manic ramblings the entire time. Jordan Peterson's book is organized and written in a way that is meant to sound like a like an intelligent like scientific. Oh, it's paper. a list. It's a, like every like there are twelve rules. That yeah, you can it quote. is. It is an organized book. However, it every point he makes is insane. Like it's, I think that he tried to, I guess that's how you can talk about like framing advice. Cause like we can listen to Grant Cardone's book and be like, this book is insane because it's also just like a, a book that's just like random shit thrown everywhere. Whereas this book, I think a lot of people listen to it or read it and are like, oh, this book is very logical. It makes a lot of sense, but it's just written that way. In reality, it's equally insane. The stuff in it makes no sense at all. Yeah, I mean, there there has been a bit of a perversion in the Stoic movement as of late because for some reason people conflate Stoicism with pure logic. And while that er, and while that is true, it seems to think that people think that if you just erase all emotions, you're now a Stoic and therefore reasonable. It's like no, you can erase all your emotions and just be a fucking psychopath. Like you don't have to be the most logical person in the room just because you're thinking without emotions. You can have some really illogical, emotionless thoughts. Um, but as far as Jordan Peterson is concerned, I just pulled up his 12 rules too. And it's, it's like part of the reason why I feel like he's been able to build such a, a 4chan audience is it's not like these rules are bad. They're just so simple. Uh, also, the first rule I can't do, dude. I'm like, I cannot stand up straight with my shoulders back. My body is not capable of that. I have scoliosis and like 20 pounds of boobs. So if you want me to put my shoulders back and put all of the extra boob weight onto the top part of my back where my spine is curved like this, then I'm just going to be in pain all day. So, and also standing up straight is not possible for me because I'm like, I'm shaped like this. So yeah, I'm already like, this book is ableist, Jordan. I can't, I can't do rule number one. But if you are an able-bodied Rule number one makes sense. I mean, just as far as the, the, the importance of posture, protecting your spine, protecting your back, um, like it's not horrible advice. His explanations that he goes on to, to, to write about are they, they're nonsensical um, and yeah. bizarre at times, but it's not like these rules, 
in them of themselves are like if, if someone told you if someone told a kid hey posture is important please stand up straight you're not going to say what horrible advice what a shitty parent that's true that's true yeah like stand up straight shoulders yeah um so next week i think i was reading he eats only beef salt and water and i'm like that is ridiculous he's, he's I gonna can, die <laughs> i cannot afford that much beef so I've decided I'm just going to do the the high protein, no carbs diet instead next week. I'll just do that. And that way I can, I can, eat, I can eat things I have in my house already, like uh, eggs and uh, things like that and yogurt. Uh, but I will be doing the high protein, no carbs diet next week. We should, oh dude, we should bring Kat back on next week to talk about uh, the dangers of Jordan's all meat diet. And see if she's interested in that. Absolutely. So I actually had a fantastic low carb diet yesterday, or not diet, low carb dinner yesterday. Yeah. We made we made Beyond Beef, and uh -huh. uh, we made taco shells out of cheddar cheese. Oh, that sounds so, awesome. Yeah. So it it, it was it, so we had jalapeno cheddar taco shells, so no grain, and then we stuffed them with with Beyond Beef. It was fantastic. Um. I gotta get some some smart bacon for next week because I'm 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 gonna join you on this. Yeah, maybe uh, we can even eat stuff. We can we can make nice nice breakfasts and eat them on the stream. Whoa, my mirror just got fucked up. I'm all for it. I love making eggs as of late because I have become a master at flipping them. Oh yeah, I love making eggs and bacon and yeah. We okay. So next week, y'all, we are not going to be eating exclusively beef because one, RK is a vegetarian who hasn't eaten beef in years and he will probably throw up if we do that. And two, beef it's is too abuse. Beef is too expensive, and I am not just gonna buy that much beef. No, but I will. I will eat a a, a, a high protein, low carb diet instead next week for this. You could start your fake beef with Savannah and say it's your beef diet. Oh yeah, guys. I've been talking to Savannah Marie about how we want to start a diss track beef, but it would really just be compliments for each other. I think we should do that. Yeah, and then, then that could be your all beef diet. That'll be my all beef diet. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking at people on the Jordan Peterson subreddit talking about what they do for their morning routine. People are like, I get up at 4 a.m. and I go to the gym. And No, I'm not doing that. These don't sound sustainable. I mean, honestly, here's the issue I see with some with some morning routines online. It's not about how healthy it is. It's about proving that you're better than everyone else and bragging about it. Yeah, exactly. Like for us, the goal of this entire thing is for the two of us to come up with like a sustainable morning routine that we can successfully do consistently. And so far, having this morning stream has been part of having a successful morning routine for me. Um, but having these like extreme, like I'm going to wake up at four and run 10 miles and like, um, okay, good for you. But like, I have work to do in my life, you know? Oh, I mean, I might try the one punch man workout for a week just to see how it feels. Yeah. You know, that's not a bad idea. It's I wouldn't a, be against it. A hundred pushups, a hundred sit-ups, a hundred squats and run 10 kilometers. So 6.2 miles. Yeah, I could try it. Absolutely. My head feels like it's scrunched today i gotta move closer to the camera there i don't feel like i could do 100 push-ups though well you don't have, have to do them straight i don't have the upper body strength for that <laughs> you could do them gay oh okay sounds good yeah gay push-ups well 
Okay, so whenever someone says straight through, my mind immediately wants to say gay. So like anytime you you insert straight in a sentence, I just replace it with gay and think of how much funnier the sentence is. All right, so I wanted to look at this. The blog post on Goop is called Add to Cart, What Goop Staffers Are Eyeing and Buying. So this is about what Gwyneth Paltrow's employees buy, not just her. Because we know Gwyneth Paltrow- Her downline? Her downline. <laughs> Because Gwyneth Paltrow, we know, is rich as hell. But what are her what are her employees buying? So, I mean, this could be a sign she pays her employees well if it's really expensive. Or it could be, like, a sign that she only hires rich people. We'll find out. Truth be told, the things currently in our carts, easy throw-ons, comfy slides, and cool... What does these even mean? I don't even know what these are. Easy throw-ons, comfy slides, and cool upgrades for overworked sweats. What does that mean? What does that mean, you guys? Are those? What does that mean? I I feel like I'm a pretty stylish person most of the time, and I've never heard of any of those things. Um, all hail the G label sweat dress. What the fuck is a sweat dress? A dress that you sweat in? It says, okay, the things in our carts probably look like a lot like the things in yours. So Gwyneth is saying from the start that things in the Goop staffers' carts probably look a lot like the things in our regular people's carts. Let's see if this is true. Nothing screams optimism quite like a swishy dress that embodies springtime ease. Okay, whoever wrote this, I don't think Gwyneth wrote this, but whoever wrote this did a shit job because I don't understand what anything is saying here. So here is Kate Wolfson, VP of content slash micro mommy influencer with a sweatsuit habit. That's a strange title. Uh, so she... He, that is a... That's such a strange title. I, I, I understand the point. I do understand the point. It's, it's characterization. She's, try, she's trying to, like, establish some sort of connection with the audience off the bat by saying, like, guys, I'm just like you. I wear sweatsuits. It's like... Okay. Right. My, my, my personality is a little deeper than that. <laughs> so we're going to play The Price is Right with the items that she wears. She has, I do think that's a problem with this lifestyle. I mean, they equate personality and, and like things that you have in common with people with, with clothing. So based on how much you guys would pay, because Gwyneth said outright, this is the same items that we would have in our carts. So she has a pair of sandals. Let's go with, let's start with the sandals. Actually, no, let's not start with the sandals. In her cart, she has... A sweatshirt dress. Okay, the sweat dress. She's got a sweatshirt dress. How much would you pay for a sweatshirt dress? That's a, that would be in your cart. Let's see if it's the same amount. Also, this sweatshirt dress is ugly. I'm going to pull it up in a second. But if you were to wear a sweatshirt dress, how much would you pay for it? How much would you expect to pay for like a casual dress? Or like if you don't wear dresses, how much would you expect to pay for like a I don't know a just like a a shirt a shirt that you'd wear just like a regular outfit how much is a banana ten dollars that's how I feel when we play this <laughs> <laughs> all right and I like that like this is like people could try to guess how much it because like also this isn't Gwyneth herself this is this is her staff these are the people she pays these and she said she said you know this is, they're just like you. This is the same kind of stuff that's in your cart that you would buy. 
Ugh, discount shopping is for poor people. One second. All right. Um, cool. Oh, someone asked, does it have a pocket? Which is important. This one, let's see if this one has pockets because that is an important... You know what? I don't think it does. I expected that a sweatshirt dress would at least have one pocket, maybe two or three. I don't see any pockets. This dress sucks. I would never buy this dress. Um, so let's see. So yeah, Phoenix says I'd pay 20. Yeah, I'd probably pay about 20. I maybe like Sarah says, I'd maybe pay up to 40 if it's like a good sweatshirt dress. If it's like a really good one, maybe a little more. Um, it, it would have to have a pocket though. Yeah, Amanda says I'd pay up to 45, but I imagine this one's gonna be the 120 to 180 range. Harley says 45. Eva says it's gonna be in the 380 range. Marie says 89. Harley says it'll probably be 300. All right, guys. If everyone gets their guess in, or, or guess, or like also like how much you would pay, you know, everyone gets that in, then we can talk about how much this dress actually costs. All right. The sweatshirt dress, which you guys can tell me if you think this dress is cool. I think it's ugly as shit. I think this dress is super ugly. The dress in this in Gwyneth's employee's shopping cart is $425. And it looks like this. It looks like this, dude. It's like, like it's not even interesting. It doesn't even have any interesting colors or patterns. It doesn't even have, like, it has nothing. Exit. No pockets, no deal, right? Okay, look at how, uh, like, it's it's just one color is, is so boring. Like, for a dress like that, even if it's high-quality material, I wouldn't pay that much just because of how boring it looks. Like, if I'm going to pay good money for clothes, they got to look interesting. So I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing with that? Okay. Now, okay, so we got we got the 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 stupid sweatshirt dress. Hey Chewy, what's up, bud? Are you stretching? Are you doing puppy yoga? Oh, are you doing puppy yoga? Hello, hello. Guys, Chewy's doing puppy yoga. <laughs> oh, wait, what's the dress made of? Um cotton. Yeah, it's made of cotton, guys. It's just made of cotton. <laughs> so why would I pay that much for cotton, dude? That's ridiculous. It's not even made of anything awesome. Uh, yeah, I would I would only pay good money for something like that if it had pockets and it looked cool. And even with that, I probably wouldn't go over $100. Uh, okay, cool. Let's see. Okay. So she has a pair of sandals in her cart. Now I think these sandals are probably fancier sandals. So don't imagine like if you're buying flip flops or something like these, these sandals, I think, I mean, they're kind of weird looking, but I think they look a little fancier. So are you, hello, hi, everyone loves you and thinks you're big, cute. Everyone thinks you are a cute little boy. Yes. After this, we're going to go on a long walk and listen to Jordan Peterson tell us how to live like a lobster. You want to live like a lobster? Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. I know it looks like I have two dogs. It's a, I have a mirror right there. So it's Chewy's just here twice. 
Um, okay, so she's got some sandals in her cart. How much do you guys think, or how how much would you pay for fancy sandals? Like, I guess sandals that you'd wear. First of all, I probably wouldn't wear sandals to a formal event. But if you were to wear sandals to a formal event, which, like, I don't even think these are formal sandals, but let's just go with that. How much would you pay for a really nice, fancy pair of sandals? Let us know. Chewy, stop barking, buddy. How he much hates do you think? the brand. Chewy, how much would you pay for fancy sandals? You don't wear shoes because you're a dog. You're right. Oh, cute little Chewy looking up at the at the camera like I want that mirror. He was doing he was doing little puppy yoga earlier. You like when he first came in the room, he was doing big stretches. It was very cute. He's a cutie. Chewy, well, so cute. do yoga with me. Fine, stay like that. I know, buddy. After the stream, we're up. Excuse me, it is not snack time. It is it's not always snack, snack time. time. Yeah, he has a snack toy and he loves to come into whatever room me or Tyler are in and just throw his snack toy at us and be like, snack. Is that snack time? You ate I missed it. How window. expensive was the dress? Oh, the dress was $425. Oh, and it for was so ugly too. Vest. Got yeah, it. it looked that checks out after that uh Star Trek $1100 thing. That's true. Yeah, th this dress was like a plain, it was like one solid color and had no pockets. Yeah, you're better off buying uh, what's her face's um, thing, H3H3's wife color blocking things. Oh, dude, I love her shit. It's so, I love it. <laughs> I think her clothes but, are fantastic. But you love her too. So that, that's. I love her, but I also just love bright, colorful clothes. Like, Aww. that's what I buy from most brands is like things that are bright colors and look like the 80s. Um, so, okay, so Ileana says she would pay $120 for nice sandals. Phoenix says the most I paid for fancy sandals is $40 and they were heels. Someone's guessing $300. Marie says I don't like paying more than $100 for shoes, but I'm guessing they're $7.95. I think the most expensive shoes I have are actually Birkenstocks because I love my Birkenstocks so much as, but those are like my, my default all the time. I don't own any other sandals than that. Um... Phoenix says these shoes will probably be close to 800,000. All right, all right. I feel like you guys are, are close on the guesses. Let's take a look at these sandals, which again, guys, these are not Gwyneth Paltrow's. These are her employees. This is what her employees are putting in their cart, apparently. Here's the sandals. They are $650. And they, they're like this. $650, dude, for sandals that are this flat and don't they don't have any... It's not like Birkenstocks, right, where they mold to your feet, or it's not like very fancy sandals where they have like a heel or they have some like Ugh, fancy like material. Those. These sandals are ugly as shit, dude. And so ugly. They're so ugly. Jess, it is totally fine if you have expensive shoes in your closet as long as they are look really cool then it's totally fine. Because I definitely like, I like to buy clothes that are more expensive. But when I say more expensive, I guess they're still all like a tenth of what you'd pay on the Goop site. So I guess my, my bar for what is expensive is going to uh, definitely change after this week. Boop, hello. Hello. You are so cute. I know you want attention, don't you? So here's what I'm wondering. Do we think that Goop pays 
their employees really well and that's why they can afford these things? Or do we think that Goop gives an employee discount to the items they sell at the store? Or do we think that Goop just refuses to hire anyone who's not rich in the first place? I think there's a good chance that they were gifted these items or were given these items in a deep discount and then they get a commission or they almost are like affiliate links on these items. So like if you click it, she gets paid. You might be right about that. Cause it's like, I can't imagine that they would only hire people who are super rich. Like. Cause that, yeah. Cause like, look at it. You, you, if you click shop now, does it go to the shop page? I take it. Yeah, it goes to the page on Goop where you can buy it. And like, Guaranteed so this lady, like this sweater, this plain sweater is $1,500 for this plain ass sweater. Like all of this is so fucking expensive. $930 for the dress? How much are those joggers? $395 for joggers. That's ridiculous. Like... Oh, and then she also wants to buy this ugly ass, the same ugly shirt dress. Dude, this bag! The bag is $6,000. The bag is $6,000. I never understood paying, like, I'm like, if the purpose of a bag is to hold your money, why would you spend all the money on the bag? Then you have nothing to put in it. I guess you'd also, now. and nowadays, you would probably put your, your cell phone and uh, things like that in it, but... My issue with it is I, I have nothing against someone wanting to spend money on a bag. I see it as an accessory. I get it. That being said, it's cheaper to just go right to Chanel and get the bags there. Uh, you can get a similar looking clutch and flat bag for half the price right from Chanel. Wow. I don't know anything about Chanel, but I'm glad you hit me with that knowledge. I mean, it's still going to be expensive, but you're not going to be paying Gwyneth Paltrow for a brand that she doesn't make. <laughs> See, okay, Sarah Rose here, the senior stylist, majored in lounging, minored in monochroming. That's okay, to be not going to make me connect with her, though. I think it's supposed to be that she loves wearing monochromatic clothes, which, again, I do not connect with. Like, I guess right now I am wearing monochromatic clothes, but that's because I haven't gotten dressed for the day yet. I was planning to wear this later, so... <laughs> But I feel like the point of that is like someone's gonna be like, oh my god, I relate so hard. It's like, no, I don't relate so hard because it's a tagline. It's 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 not like I've been following her on reality TV. <laughs> like that's literally all I know about them. Yeah. Like what's a what's a hobby they do? What's an action they do? Because I don't count their clothing choice, like th their their color choices for clothing as a, as a as a hobby. You could say clothing is a hobby, like shopping for clothing or designing clothing. Yeah, but... I think I think clothing can be a hobby because I'd definitely be trying to get more into like fashion lately and trying to learn more about clothes and things like that. Monochromatic a hobby. Monochrom I mean I don't think so. <laughs> you need to have more to it. You need to have like oh, it, can't, those... it can't just be that one word. These are the only people that she featured. Okay. Also, all these clothes are not even, like, none of these, I would not wear any of these. Not only would I not pay those prices, I wouldn't wear any of this. Like, it's just all so boring looking. Uh, the most comfortable thing is the shirt dress. The shirt dress does look kind of comfortable, but it would have to be at least, like, five colors before I would buy it. Yeah. No, I I, I mean. Oh, dude, I love this, Eva. Dress like a gooper for less, a fashion series. 
Dude, we should put that on our 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 like people have asked us what are you gonna do when you run out of gurus to feature? Like we should, we'll we should never add, run out of gurus. We will never. There's always a million gurus. There's so many gurus. <laughs> but I'm like, I guess we could do something like that too, where we like do a, a we could do like a fashion week or something. When is like the official fashion like New York Fashion Week? We could do a fashion week that week and we could try to dress as we could dress like each guru for the and the best as possible that week. Like, dress like Gwyneth Paltrow one day. It's dress. over. New York Fashion Week was in February. Okay, we'll do it next February, then. Paris Fashion Week is September through October. End of September through oh, October. Oh, okay. We can, we can do it then. Yeah, fantastic. As far as, like, other gurus, I mean, guys, just go on Instagram. We'll find just a random person and just make sure they have a decent amount of followers so we don't just tear down someone with 500 followers and dreams of being a guru. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll do Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Would you, oh, Kylie Jenner week? Yeah, we'll do a Kylie Jenner week. I mean, that, that's going to be that's going to be cosmetics and shit. That's going to be like rub walnut all over your face and cut up your skin. Yeah, her skincare products scare me. I mean, I don't use skincare products at all cuz I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but in general, it's like this product has little shards of whatever in it and you should rub it on your skin. And I'm like, no, no. Always posts with like filters on, yeah. which are like, like not, not even like subtle filters, like the filters that have like hearts oh, on them. Dude, Jess, uh, Jess did makeup for New York Fashion Week. Jess, we'll have you on soon. To like talk you about did like, like for the models and stuff. That's amazing. Wait, we definitely need to, Jess, you want to come on right now? We don't have a meeting. You want to come on right now and talk about it? Let us know. Uh, let me try have three minutes. What? I have thirty minutes. We're good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Jess, if you want to come on, let us know. Until then, I'm gonna start doing Animal Crossing makeup over here. Savvy's um, doing Animal Crossing makeup. Jess, you gotta come on. You gotta talk to us about New York City fashion. Week. Yeah, because I was gonna. My friend Ava, who runs the makeup tutorial channel, just did a video I requested, which was how to use the Tom Nook palette, because I was struggling with this one. And so I was going to watch it. But then if if Jess comes on and gives me advice, that'll be that'll be amazing. Jess, help Savvy be ridiculously pretty right now. Help me be pretty. Show. Make Savvy pretty. Make me pretty, Jess. Yes, for the models. Ah, wait, does MUA stand for makeup artist? Yeah, I, I believe so. it does. I think that's why Jess is Jess MUA, because she's a professional makeup artist. Or she just misspelled Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, yes, Jess will come on in a couple minutes. She just has her eyelashes all in one eye. <laughs> that sounds like a superpower. So, like, you just transfer them, like, by blinking really fast? Okay, cool. Jess, I'm going to send you a link on Instagram while we wait for Jess to get ready. I am going to pull up this video of my friend Ava doing her. Uh, everyone, subscribe. If you want makeup tutorials, subscribe to Ava too. She's fantastic. Let's get her uh, to 800 right now. Yeah. You know what, dude? I need to bring Ava on this stream at some point. I think she watches sometimes. Um, let's uh, let me get the invite link ready for you, Jess. And then I'm going to watch how to do the Tom Nook palette successfully. Go to Ava's channel, subscribe, go to her most recent video and say, your morning guru sent me here. Actually, yeah, why not? All right, Jess, I'm sending you the link on Instagram chat right now. <sighs> I, I love zip-up hoodies. I just think they're the most comfortable. 
I agree. I can't wait until our hoodie merch for this show comes in. I did not turn the sound on. Oh my god, it looks so good. She did such a good job with this. So Aaron starts pastry chef school on Monday. That's She's amazing. For orientation right now. I'm so excited. Let me see. What shade is she using right here? Put the sound on. Did you share your audio? No, I didn't share the audio. Maybe I should share the audio. Only if you want us to hear the audio. <laughs> That's probably, I probably <laughs> should have shared the audio. It doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> you know what? That was probably stupid not to share the audio. Yeah, I'm happy for her. I'm excited for her to be a pastry chef in New Orleans. I feel like that's a that's um a children's book story. So live pastry your life chef in New Orleans. Oh, cool! I see what shade she's using here. I actually never used that one, so I'm oh, glad. Oh, the Tom Nook palette. Yeah, sequin we're using. Shade? I feel like you using the Tom Nook palette first. If you're gonna go in with the sequin shade, I'll like join. I am. I'll get yeah. my. You can get your Tom Nook palette. No, I was gonna get marijuana. Oh, okay. <laughs> Christy, you did not see why I didn't like this concealer in my Amazon video. Um, at okay. first, I loved it. Cool. So we're using but this shade right here. Disappeared into thin air throughout the day. And my under eyes looked like crepes that have been sitting out in the sun. I'm sad days. I'm out of this. So it's orange flavored. Y'all know I love citrus. Oh, okay, and here crisps. we go. Oh my God. Earlier. Oh, this shade looks God, good. I don't know why I never used this one before. Oh my God. When I was driving to Starbucks, something happened. <laughs> something happened to my right contact. And it felt like someone was scratching my eyeball. And I was like, dude, I love how she tells stories like while she does it. To pull over. Like the she, first she, parking she's spot I could good. find. Dude, Ava's hilarious. I love her. <laughs> and I couldn't even find anything in there. Oh, good. Christina and just Ava commented on Ava's video. I thought, well, this is the Yay. end. By the way, I always do yeah, that where I'm like, I have an overreaction. Your morning guru small. says hello or sent us. And it drives my husband nuts. It could be like a book I ordered is going to be here earlier or something. And I'll be like, <gasps> and I'll be like, why? What happened? And I'm like, she's so expressive. My book is going to get here tomorrow. She's so expressive. Somehow it's like she's able to just do the makeup so much better than I am. Like, even though I'm like, so I'm doing the same thing, be on Sunday, but it looks better. I done it yet. I gotta like build up. She speaks in makeup. You no, know, over like, like some yeah, some like makeup day. makes you more expressive, right? It, it accentuates parts like, in your features, and, and then she just speaks that same way. Yeah. Your storytelling is a makeup palette. This is uh... <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not sure how it looks with my skin tone, and like I don't have you know my face stuff done, but it looks like I almost look sickly right now. But yeah, it's gonna be fine. Everyone wondering what that tags thing is. That's savvy keyword surfer. Oh yeah, that's the keyword. Sorry, I didn't even think of that. Palettes off of Amazon. It helps you learn what people are constantly searching for. And they're super colorful. It's a good Chrome extension. I used to be so afraid of color. Now I love it. Color is just so much fun. It makes me feel good. It awakens my soul, and it's like, hey, color, how are you doing? Yeah. This. I know it's not on the truck. This shade is so pigmented. Dude, it, it looks so good. I like I like this. I like what she's doing so far because I've so been working with this palette a while and she's shade. doing way better. Water landing over here. Water landing. Smaller brush. Just Ava, please. Or not just Ava. Guys, I feel uh, like a frog. Just MUA, please come. Just right MUA. You're my only hope right now. Just MUA. I'm, I'm so lost right now. I've never played Animal Crossing. Honestly, I'm really upset by it. 
Because like I don't know what all these things reference. I don't know what Nook is. Like oh, check out bad movies with beat up Kenny. Hold on, Ava. Uh, Ava, whose video I was watching. We need to play Animal Crossing together. That's what we need to do. Uh, Jess MUA, are you coming? I know she's getting her. Uh, she has to I get. Oh, she said. She said one sec. Okay, so she did get the link. We're good. We're good. Well, she went from a couple minutes to one second, so that helps. It does help. It does help. I'm so excited to hear about Jess's experience with Fashion Week. And I'm sure it's going to be way cooler than Gwyneth Paltrow's experience with anything. I mean, I don't know. Gwyneth Paltrow wasn't Iron Man. That's Oh, she. you know what? Her (laughs) Iron Man experience is probably pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if I'm ready to say that, like, we've had more exciting experiences than Gwyneth Paltrow. And I actually, I don't even think we think we've had more exciting experiences than Goop. I mean, they did psychedelics together. They orgasmed together. Like that, that's, that's true. We've never done any of that. Maybe we need to start doing shit like that on this show. Like that's a closer bond than fraternities and football teams and rugby teams. Like, like they, yeah, they, you know what? You're right. We need to, well, maybe one time on this show, we'll do psychedelics or something. Maybe there actually is a YouTuber. I'm totally blanking on his name right now. Who like, does psychedelics and documents his experiences so that people know what to expect. Yeah, maybe, uh, guys, should we do psychedelics on this show? Probably. Uh, I don't know. I think I've consumed shit. Will we get in legal trouble for that? Well, we can't show us actually taking drugs. Uh, Yeah, you're probably right. If we do that (laughs) off camera and then we happen to be high on camera, no, I don't think we can get in trouble. But we should okay, talk. so we have to do the drugs off camera, guys. We will do the drugs off camera. But I also don't want my first psychedelic experience to be a live stream. Oh, I'm I not- don't either. No, I want to do psychedelics with you just like go and go lie in a field or something. I don't know. I feel like you'll start live streaming it. You- <laughs> okay, I want to do psychedelics but with you, but you can take my phone away. You're, you're getting... It was horrible for my health and great for the views tattooed. So I, I, I know, I know your mission. Y'all, does, does anyone else here write a mission statement for life? I mean, I've never written a mission statement for life, but you're probably right that the Hank Green quote, it was a huge mistake and also great for views is probably my life mission statement. Cause like, cause I am an attention whore. What are your thoughts on writing down principles? I sort of am thinking the more and more I'm reading these self-help books, it's along the lines of if you can't write down your principles this moment on a piece of paper, do you have principles? Hmm, that's interesting. Because aren't they supposed to be like core tenets of life? And therefore, I think the actual writing them up down. For, well, first off, there's nothing sexier than someone with principles. You think so? I, th- I think it's one of the sexiest things that a person can have. I don't know. I've never really thought about that before, but you might be right. Because it goes up there with confidence. Yeah, yeah. And confidence is probably the sexiest thing anyone can have. Oh, I agree with... Well, no, actually, if I, I like confident women, and I like insecure men. Poor Tyler. <laughs> no, Tyler... He, he gets so much shade on the stream. <laughs> no, Tyler's a confident guy. He is a confident guy. Yeah, that's right. But, you don't like him. Yeah, yeah. I was probably attracted to his insecurity when we were teenagers, though. That's, I mean, you, you were just attracted to everyone when you were a teenager. That if you're if insecure <laughs> men are what gets you going, you're like, oh my God, every guy. Well, no, that's me. the thing. In high school, like, so many guys acted so confident. And it was just the biggest, like, turnoff. I hated it. I was like, ugh, you act confident. You act like a big macho guy. Like, get away from me. I have no interest in you. But if a guy <laughs> acted, like, insecure and shy, I was like, oh, yeah. But if a girl acted insecure and shy, I was like, nah. 
<laughs> not for me. Yeah. I, I like my femdoms and my and my man subs. Um yeah, just exactly. <laughs> your point, if you're insecure about how you look, you can just come on without without video rolling. You can just come on and have your avatar talk for you. Yeah. And Jess, I'm sure you look great regardless. You always look fantastic. Yeah, and even if you're ugly as fuck, we'll tell you that you're hot. Yeah, because we uh we lie to our in the lying to your friend rule. Yeah, the world will tell you the truth. I'll lie to you. Um, but no, just just come on off camera. Otherwise, Savvy and I are going to talk about all the uh, high school guys that she didn't want to bone. Yeah, which was almost everyone, except for Tyler. Except for Tyler. Yeah. That's wild. Y'all were dating in high school. We were. Dude. Oh, Jess is here. Video rolling. Hey, Jess. Hey, what's up? Oh, yeah. Oh. There's, there's background noise. Jess, you look fantastic. Can you see me? Yes. Yeah, but you're, um. Yeah, we can, we can hear our stream in your background, though. Oh, my camera's on. Okay, wait. Hold on. Do you have our stream playing? Um, not on my computer. Oh, yeah, I do. I do on my phone. Yeah, there we go. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you see me? Yes, we can see you. you oh, look gosh. Great. No. No, you look wonderful. Is, oh, my gosh. Y'all, spur of the moment. Okay. Thanks for coming on our stream <laughs> at the spur of the moment. You are an amazing person. You but you're are. telling us that you've done you've done stuff at New York Fashion Week. I did. And now that we're all like, we're going to do a live stream, we're going to do Guru Live Stream Fashion Week. Okay. Tell us about the New York Fashion Week experience. What was that like? Do not judge this. Okay. Um... It was hectic. Mm -hmm. It was it was fun, but it was hectic. Yeah. And um, okay, I'll tell you a story. Ooh, so a story, yes. Okay. All right. So we were doing makeup, and we have like these specific looks we have to do. Like somebody comes in, and they're like, "This is how you do it." And they teach us the look because this is what the designer wants, and we do that. Well, anyway, this girl like randomly passed out. What? She passed yeah. out. Yes. Do you know why? Why? The models, they go like, I don't know, like two weeks without eating anything because no. they want to, yeah, because they don't want to gain any weight for fashion week. Good Lord. Yeah. So she got sick. So then like the next day they were like handing them bananas and stuff, like trying to keep them, you know, alive. Oh my but, God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Devil Wears Prada. I'm on a new diet and I don't eat anything. And then when I feel like I'm about to faint, I have one cube of cheese. Right. Right. Yeah. It was kind of sad, actually. Good Lord. That's horrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was actually just talking to a buddy of mine about how, um, like, these ridiculous standards of um, whenever you need to be seen by others, these ridiculous standards of beauty that you have to uh, put your body through so much suffering to get. And the example we were talking about, so it's interesting to hear it on, on the women's point of view, because we were talking about how Jackman had to like dehydrate himself to get that Wolverine look, like that incredibly shredded muscular Wolverine look. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. always interesting when you read about like actors' diets for specific roles that they get, and it's never like normal. It's never like anything normal. They always had to like, you know, it's like I ate one apple and one one piece or like one scoop of peanut butter a day or every week before this and then I dehydrated mm -hmm. myself and it's like oh so this is not normal like at all like not only is it not normal it's like like it, when you go back to normal like tomorrow you won't look like that right yeah Hold on, let me grab something I'm just curious to hear how the pretty people looked when they weren't pretty 
or were they always pretty? That's an interesting question. Like I was a really ugly kid. I don't think I'm particularly good looking now, but as a kid, I was ugly as fuck. Yeah, so this is not how I normally look. Um, Dude, you're good. Jess, you look amazing. Everyone loves your glasses. You're not about to faint on camera. I'd say you're doing better than the These are blue light glasses. So no migraines. Yeah, awesome. Block out the blue light. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you like these, these girls are so tall mm -hmm. that, and I'm, I'm like five, five, but I had to stand on my tippy toes, like to touch up their lipstick. I was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Because like five, five is about a pretty average height. I'm five, six. I'm like, I guess slightly taller than average. Although people keep telling me I'm short, which is just objectively false. Um, but I get it. I get it. Were yeah. the other makeup artists short too? Like, was it a very clear distinction between the models and the makeup artists? And oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. that, yeah. That's kind of a funny visual. We all just like running around backstage. Right. And like, this is how, okay, so this is how Fashion Week works with compensation. I can tell you all this. Oh, yeah. Okay. So a lot of makeup artists, they, there's some other stuff goes, that goes on, but most of the shows, what they do is they don't pay the makeup artist. What they do is give them, um, they give them the products to use, but also we have sponsors like Beauty Blender sponsored us, um, like just different companies. So I ended up with like $6,000 in makeup for free, but it really wasn't for free because I worked, you know, right, so like, you got it instead yeah. of your like salary. <laughs> right, right. So like at the end of the show, they have all of this makeup because the the um the companies they sponsored it and then so after the show's over, they just give it to give it to the makeup artist and we just get to pick and choose. Also, there is this book bag company, which the zipper broke on mine. And they gave us all book bags, which was random. I still don't know really why. But I looked up the book bag, and the book bag was like an eighty or ninety dollar book bag. Oh wow! Yeah, I had to see what brand it is. Something I had never heard of, but I looked it up. So, so I got that. But <laughs> but that's kind of disgusting that they don't pay you. Like I find yeah, that, that's so off putting. Like just like. Pay your artists. Right. Pay your employees. And now, now I would never do it for, for free, you know, because, well, I mean, since then I have done, you know, multiple films and been the makeup artist for, you know, for multiple people who are big. So I feel like I have a lot under my belt to where I don't have to do anything to, to get my name out now. You know? I feel like we should do an expose video on New York Fashion Week because everything you've told me so far is the most most unethical shit I've ever heard. You're like, <laughs> you're like, you're like, allowed to eat for two weeks. She passed out. Also, they didn't pay anyone who worked there. Yes. Like, what the fuck? How is this? You guys are watching, but I'm just telling the truth. I mean, it's the truth, and y'all know it. Um, and also, okay, all right. So there's this individual who lives by me, and she was actually charging artists to take her class no so, yeah so they could so she could take them to new york fashion week and they could do makeup for a show for free so oh they Lord, paid fuck no yeah, oh my god yeah they paid her like fifteen hundred dollars 
to get her certification in which that's not even like certifications don't even matter because that's I could go like literally I could print out a certificate like a pre-done certificate from Office Depot type my name and print it out and that could be my certification like it's completely meaningless it doesn't go through yeah. any type of state board it's not accredited yeah that's what I mean it's not accredited so yeah, so she was charging people like $1,500 to take her class and she would give them a printed out certificate and they would have to pay their own flight, their own hotel, the $1,500 for the class to, to do makeup for Fashion Week. Yeah, it's like you're paying to work. That's right. That's, that's the most exploitative shit I've ever heard. She and tried to do it to me. She tried to do it to me and I was like, no, I'm not going to pay that. And so... <laughs> Yeah, so what I did was I had a friend who had some connections who got in touch with people that were doing some other shows in Fashion Week, and they got me to to do the makeup for that. Okay. Jess, would you be down to do, like, a video together that's, like, Fashion Week exposed? Because it sounds sure. like there's a lot of shit going on here. Um and I'd love to talk to people about those experiences. And also just, like, the modeling world sounds wild. Yeah, like, it's completely different from... Like y'all know, I'm used to doing film, so yeah. Um, I've done like over 40 film productions as a makeup artist, so fat, so like runway and film are completely different. Um, you know, mm -hmm. and let's see, just you know, even like like print, like ads, it's just it's so different from the other. But yeah, yeah, we need yeah. to do a video. I we should do a video. Out. I yes, okay. I'm gonna add that to my list because I've been trying. I want to try out some in addition to like I've been doing a lot of business expose and anti MLM and those kind of videos. But I really want to start doing some more like commentary things about unethical industries in general. I'm yeah. working on one about the royal family right now. I actually have a lot to expose within. <laughs> yeah, within this industry. Um, Within yeah. uh, modeling specifically, or modeling and movies, just the makeup. makeup industry, just the. Uh, okay, people, and this is where MLMs come in to me. Yeah. Um, actually, I have to send you a screenshot of something. I have to okay. send it to you a story. But a lot of MLM reps, they charge people to do their makeup for weddings and such using their MLM products on them whenever oh, they are. That, yeah. yeah, and they are doing that illegally because in my state, in both states I'm licensed in, you're supposed to have a license in order to do makeup for compensation. Now you can go to the beauty counter, you know, before COVID, I mean, I guess, I don't know if they're still doing it and they do your makeup because, and it, because they're not getting compensated for the makeup application, they're doing it in order to sell a product and they're getting an hourly wage from or commission from the makeup counter company. So that's how they are allowed to do it. But oh, wow. other than that, yeah, people aren't supposed to be doing it, and they are. And state board, oh, I've had my words with state board. They they're well aware mm -hmm. of my feelings. They're well. I've emailed back and forth. Um, <laughs> there's so much. Oh, but yeah, they pick and choose who gets in trouble. But they know what people are doing, and it sucks because it wasn't cheap for me to go to school. Um, is thousands and I've been licensed for over 16 years now, but still even back then it was thousands mm -hmm. and I pay my licensing fees in two different states and continuing education. Plus I have loss of wages wages. So I was thinking like, I want my money. Like what's happening. So. 
Y'all, by the way, everyone needs to check out Jess has a fantastic podcast Aww. called The Persuasion Pitch. I just linked it in the chat. Oh, hey, Ava, just a second ago, I was uh, I was doing your Tom Nook palette tutorial, and I think it turned yeah. out great. My face looks awesome now. But, okay, yeah, here is Jess's, um, Jess's podcast called The Persuasion Pitch. I linked it right here. It has the links to it on every podcast platform. Um, this is... She goes off on all these companies that are in. Oh, here we go. This one. This one has me. It's called Savvy is Savvy. <laughs> yeah, so you guys can check that one out. That there it is. There it is. Yep. Savvy is Savvy. Yeah. So I'm in, I'm in uh, an episode. But definitely, if you need a new podcast to listen to that is exposing some unethical companies and uplifting legit small businesses like me, you can check out the Persuasion Pitch because... Yeah. Jess's podcast is fantastic. Thank you. And I have RK coming on an episode. We recorded an episode, so I'm excited Yay! about that. Yay! That's so exciting. Yeah. We're going to have to link up because he's only an hour from me. So. Oh, yeah. I remember when I interviewed you for that video I did uh, like a year ago. Um, yeah. yeah. I learned you came up with my memories. Yeah. That's awesome. And I was like, oh, you live in New Orleans. Yeah. I feel like I have a lot of friends in New Orleans. I've got RK. Yeah. I've got Jess. I've got... Lauren Severe. Yeah, I need to go 60 there. Miles, I'm 60 miles east. So, because I'm right, right there on the Gulf Coast. So, it's like the best of both worlds because I'm only like an hour and a half from Florida, an hour from New Orleans. So, I'm like right in the middle right there. So, I feel like it's a good lo central location. I've been meaning to check out Florida Panhandle. I just obviously COVID got in the way, but I hear those beaches are incredible. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's like I swear, like you can go just just that far, which is not even far at all. And their water looks like it's comparable, like to the Caribbean. Like I'm not lying, it's beautiful. We go every single summer, and I went this past summer, me and my family, and that's when we hung out with Monica. So we went to her house, we had dinner, we went to her, you know, CBD store. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool to, you know, go hang out with her and mm -hmm. stuff. I want to meet everyone in person. Me I can't too. believe that I have like, like I have all these really close friendships I've made and I've never even met any of you guys. It's still but you just feel like, like you my have. mind. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's so yeah. wild. Like I've been like working with RK on everything. We've been like collaborating on everything together for like three years now and I've never met him. It's wild to me. And you never will. <laughs> you don't really exist. <laughs> I don't exist. I'm just a, a, a dog in human skin. Um, I, not, not to go full travel agent on you, but uh, when you go to Florida Panhandle, do, do you hotel it or Airbnb it? Because I was looking at some Airbnbs. They Air very affordable. Very affordable. I The last time at Airbnb, the last time we went, um, I got a condo. I'm sorry. Was that the... Did, no, no, no. We did a hotel. The time before last, we got a condo and it was like for uh, it was it was not that much it was like 300 bucks for two or three nights or something like that but you can find them for like 80 bucks a night yeah i saw one that was like a three bedroom beachside house and it was like a thousand dollars for the week but it's three couples so six people thousand dollars for a week that's not a that's not an expensive vacation no no when people pitch in yeah I mean, that's, that's a very affordable beach vacation <laughs> yeah you have to go like destin is oh my gosh it's so pretty it's so pretty. This one is my favorite. Actually, Miramar Beach is like my favorite beach 
within driving distance. But we are taking a COVID-friendly vacation to Hawaii this summer because, and trust me, I am a masker. I am a masker, hardcore masker, and I believe in vaccines. I already had my first dose. Oh, I can't wait to get my <laughs> vaccine. I'm so jealous. I'm having my second dose Monday. And so um, my my little boy, he, he hates MLMs, by the way. He would want me to say that. He's 11. <laughs> <laughs> He, um, so he was, my mom was going to take him to England and France because she took my niece. So it's only right, you know, but with COVID there's a tra the travel ban. So she was like, you know, you can pick between Hawaii and Alaska. And so he picked Hawaii because he's a sailor. He sails all summer long, but so I was like two weeks out of the summer. So he picked Hawaii and I'm just going to tag along, even though I have to pay my own way. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to tag along for the ride because I'm not going to not go to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, if I have a chance. I've never been. Yeah, well, you'll be fully vaccinated awesome. by then. Yeah, yeah I'll be fully it. vaccinated. So that's good. And also, we could just stay separate from people. And I can, I'm, I'm very, very frugal. Very that's good. Very frugal. So I'm looking for like free things to do that we can do, like, you know, by ourselves, away from people. And yeah. Y'all, I want to draw attention to something real quick, which is that Cher made us some fan art, which is adorable. Yeah, I think she actually emailed me some too. She made us some fan art. Um, Look at that. It's it's uh, the podcast, except Chewie and Logan are recording it instead. Aww. Look at them. It's so cute. That is so cute. Don't let your human join. Sounds like a scam. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I love it. That's so cute. There's something. They taste like poop. Yeah, he's like, I guess they're reviewing <laughs> these these shady dog treats that taste like poop. Don't let your That's human funny. Oh my god, I love I it. I own my daddy. <laughs> F you. You don't own me. <laughs> have y'all ever gotten mad at your dog? Like, just have, have y'all ever gotten, um, not mad at your dogs. Uh, have, you, have you ever gotten in a fight with your dog because uh, you were narrating their life for them and then you said something offensive to yourself through your dog and you're like, you know what, fuck you. And then you walk away and you realize you're just oh, talking yeah, to yourself. Oh yeah, Chewie and I always get in an argument like that. Like Chewie will, will be like, wow, human, you're so stupid. Why would you even do that? And I'd be like, well, you know what, Chewie, you bark at the window all day. Like, <laughs> and then I'm like, he didn't say that. Like, but no, I do that like every single day. Yes. Yeah, constantly. I, I fight with Logan all the time because I just give him such an attitude and then I realize, wow, He's turning six and he's literally never said a word. Yeah, and then I get Chewy depressed. Six. Chewie and Logan are, are the same age. They're very similar, I think, except that Logan is much more calm. Chewie is a nut. Yeah, well, I don't know. L Logan's afraid of everything and therefore curls up into a ball and hides. Chewie's afraid of everything too, but instead of curling up in a ball, he like is afraid of everything. So he's decided that it's a threat and he's going to bark at everything and jump on everything. And so when he gets afraid of other dogs, if he starts to like want to jump on them, we have to take him across the street. But How yeah. old is Chewie? How old he's is Chewie? About six. We don't know his exact birthday, because but we rescued him when he was two. Uh -huh. now, approximately, he could have been anywhere between. That's like how a mine year is. They, and... Like approximately. Yeah, so he's about six right now. 
Yeah. He's not chewing on everything, so that's good. Yeah, he's a good boy, even though he's, you know, got his own problems, but he's a good pup. <laughs> they have their own personalities. They truly do. Like, every every animal has their own personality. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. No Jess, I'm glad you told us about New York Fashion Week because yes. I am excited. I'm going to reach out to interview you. And someone man mentioned <laughs> Madison from Cruel World Happy Mind. I actually did an interview with her last night about a different topic, but I'm like, maybe I will reach out to her and do an interview with her about this topic Dude. because she has modeling experience. So it'd be really oh, interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she does. So oh. I was like, it would be well, interesting. I mean, I'm not surprised. She's so pretty. She I is. Like, I yeah. went to her Instagram and she, I, I got mad. She and her husband are like way too hot of a couple. They're so cute. <laughs> like, they're, they're, they just they're look adorable. good together. I, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to set something up. At, yeah, I definitely want to do like a I'm, exposing fashion week. Yeah, we should. I am leaving on the 28th to go film for a month. So. Oh, wow. What do you, oh, I guess, are, are you allowed to tell us what you're working See, on? See, I don't know because like, I haven't <laughs> signed a non-disclosure agreement Ooh, yet. Okay. But so I will say it's big. It's really, really big. So, oh, it's going to be, okay. Well, maybe after you do it, you can tell us. And then when the movie comes out, we can all watch it and be like, Jess did this makeup for this movie. Yeah, look at this my, her my name in the credit. Work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, let's guess, she said. Just Jess Eva is doing a big movie. She can't tell us. Okay, I just had to, had to write that. In my I diary. mean, maybe I can, but like, I don't want to risk it. You know what I mean? No, it's fair um, to not risk it. I understand. <laughs> I'm just distracted looking up ugly couples so I can balance my existence again. Just googling. Oh God, is it a is a cat in the hat too? <laughs> no, 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 no. Eva's put no, no, no. a wow. bunch of guesses in the chat. Thor, Doctor Strange, Batman, <laughs> Captain I hate Marvel. The fact. Oh God, I hate the fact that this works, but it's working. What you googled, ugly couples? Yep. I had to balance my place in the universe. God, there are so many results. I'm a Wait, little why offended are... that you don't have to do this every day just knowing me and Tyler exist and we're the hottest couple in the world. Why are Troy and Gabriella like from High School Musical <laughs> on here? <laughs> wow, there were a lot of pictures on there. Um, I don't know, Savvy, maybe I'm just used to you. Maybe you think I'm ugly. Like uh, the other day, yesterday, RK was telling me how he hopes I think he's ugly because I have, he does not like my taste in men at all. Uh, okay. You definitely are quoting me exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I said. Well, because yesterday I was talking about how I'm attracted to Steve Buscemi and I'm attracted to Bernie Sanders and all this stuff. And then RK was like, I really hope you, you think are? I'm ugly. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I, I kind of hope you think I'm ugly. I mean, I feel like if I, if I have like... Just because my standards are so, are so different from his, I guess. Like, I feel like if, if I were missing some teeth and had a peg leg, you'd, you'd like think I'm really hot. Neither Steve Buscemi nor Bernie Sanders have any missing teeth or, or missing limbs or anything. So you just made a completely false equivalency. No, you You're didn't deny. Old. You <laughs> didn't deny my false equivalency, though. You just said, Ari, don't. Would I be hotter with teeth and a peg? Like, I think it just, it, like, I wouldn't write someone off for Yes that or no, alone. Savvy. Yes or no. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Eva is, like, going to town over here. 
she named so many. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Um, yeah, our, the podcast we did together came up with my my memories. That was a great. I I loved listening to that. I thought it was really really good. But I know you are so busy. Like you have two YouTube channels now. <laughs> yeah. like super busy. You're a business owner. Yeah. I don't know how to find the time. I really don't. I mean, this past I'm week, really I've not. been like very overwhelmed. Like I've been, you know, waking up at uh, at seven, doing the stream, and then I'm like not done with my work until after like 11 p.m. at night. And so I've not been getting enough sleep and it's not good. So mm -hmm. I really need to, I'm going to spend some time this weekend. I think I'm going to take Sunday. I mean, other than like Sunday, RK and I will have our cancel Sean Boston live stream. But other than that, I'm going to take Sunday off and just play Hades with Tyler all day. Yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs to and break. sleep really sleep. No, I won't sleep. I'll sleep late on Saturday because on Sunday we have a stream, but it's at eleven. But I'm gonna sleep like late on tomorrow, probably. Like I'll sleep yeah. probably till like two p.m. or something. <laughs> we'll see. I can't sleep late. I don't know. My body just doesn't do it anymore. It's weird. Like sometimes I do. Like yeah. Like before COVID, when I was up all night filming. Like 18 to 20. Oh, I remember I spent like 22 hours on set once. It's crazy. And I, it took me like three days to get um, like back to normal, feeling mm -hmm. half normal. So it's crazy. But yeah, I love sleep. I have to have sleep. I love sleep. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, okay. Yeah, wait, same. So I, yeah. <laughs> So we're gonna have to wrap we're wrap this up in a minute because I know Chewy needs a walk and RK's got some meetings he's gotta get to. Well, thanks for not judging me. I didn't judge yeah, Jess, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited <laughs> to interview you about this. I'm so glad thanks we're for coming on Fashion Week. I really appreciate you coming thanks on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for Absolutely. Having me. Absolutely. You, awesome. you are too, Jess. Thanks so much. Aw shucks. Everyone, don't forget to check out Jess's podcast, The Persuasion Pitch. I linked it in the chat and it is really cool. Thanks. Absolutely. <laughs> um, great. So for next week, for this week, we are taking nothing with us. Gwyneth Paltrow is boring as shit. Um, what we take with us is that we are going to do psychedelics at some point. I think that's about it. Oh, and no, we'll take the prices Right game. If we ever, I don't know if we'll be able to do it every stream, but if, if, if we ever come across something ridiculously priced, we will play prices Right uh, for some things. Um, next week we are going to be living like Jordan Peterson. So I'm going to be making some thumbnails for that. My, our plan for next week is to eat a low carb, all protein diet and to read his book, the 12 rules for life. I will try to stand up straight and tall as much as possible. But I think next week we, cause his book is so insane that there's a lot to unpack. So I think we're going to spend a lot of the streams reviewing his book. And we are also going to be looking at some of his video clips. Like I know someone had mentioned that he had a debate with someone that was like a hot mess. So I think we're going to be like reviewing that, that clip and we're going to be reviewing some of that stuff. So Jordan Peterson is next week. We are going to become lobster daddy. And I am excited for that. Guys, uh, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget at 11 a.m., which is in an hour and a half, I have a video premiering with Antibot where we're talking about Ponzinomics. So go ahead and check that out there. Um, and yeah, that's I think about it. Since it's Friday, I think since it's Friday, what I kind of want to do um, before we wrap this up completely is just as a brief reflection on Gwyneth Paltrow week. Yeah. Were there any real things you learned? Um, I learned a lot from Kat on when we brought her on the stream on Monday to talk about food and stuff. I learned a lot about, 
you know, how people co-opt the meanings of like intuitive eating and intuitive fasting. I learned a lot about being skeptical of the diet industry and things like that. I didn't learn it from Gwyneth Paltrow, but I learned it from someone criticizing her. Um, is there anything I learned from Gwyneth Paltrow herself? Um, uh, I learned that some coffee mugs are $50. <laughs> from Gwyneth Paltrow herself, I think, honestly, one thing I did learn is it's probably more fun to expand your horizons with friends. It's probably more fun what? To expand your horizons with friends. Yes. Because everything that they were doing in that goop show would have been really weird if it was just one person. <laughs> and I think that's why, yeah, honestly, I think that's why I'm having fun doing this podcast with you is if I were doing this by myself, I would just, I would be feeling so stressed and about it. But like the fact that we're doing this together and making a whole thing and that we have a chat and we have a community of people that we're doing this all together with, like, yeah. So I think you're right that like the goop show really is a good example of doing new and strange and going outside your comfort zone type of things, but doing it with other people that you trust. So yeah, I think that that's actually great. I love that. Yeah. And then as far as like what I actually learned, it's helpful, helpful advice for the week is from Kat Benson. Um, I'm assuming it's along the lines of no one knows your body better than you. And if you have any questions, seek professional help. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I hope we learn something real from Jordan Peterson next week. I mean, I've already learned a lot about lobsters. Uh, and I don't believe he has any evidence that it applies to humans the same way, but we'll see. Um, are we going to do a book in a week? Like, like, is, is there, is there an author guru who like swears by write a book in a week? Oh, I wonder. I mean, I know Grant Cardone wrote a book in three days. Okay, but... he he freestyled that book. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it wasn't even it wasn't even one of the ones we read. It was like a book before that, but he wrote it in three days. Like he's he just like I think he just rambled into the dictation software. But, exactly, because I kind of yeah. want to try writing a book in a week with this dictation. Like, I feel so powerful with this dictation. I bet software. there is. Well, there is. There is a an author guru named Chandler Bolt who is a huge scammer, and I had done a video. I did a video about his course where I interviewed someone who had lost a lot of money in his course. And that was that I did that a couple weeks ago, but we could see about following his advice. He's all about writing. He's about like, I think publishing a book in 90 days or something, but we could just like trim it down. We could see about following his advice. And even though a lot of his advice is behind a paywall, so we will just have to go with whatever's available for free. Yeah. We'll ask some of his former class, uh, students. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I learned this week. I learned to write a book in a week and uh, life's more fun with friends. Absolutely. Next week we will be doing Jordan Peterson. We're going to be eating no carbs and we are going to be um, so skinny. We're going to be, we're so, gonna be skinny. so skinny. Um, and I mean, he's really skinny. So maybe that's why. Yeah. We're going to be so skinny. We're going to talk in a bad Canadian accent. No offense to our viewers who are from Canada. Most Canadian accents are adorable. Talk Jordan shit Peterson, when you win a Stanley Cup. Jordan Peterson manages to make his Canadian accent sound like Kermit the Frog somehow. Um, so we're going to live like him. Uh, in the meantime, guys, don't forget to support small businesses. I'll see you all at 11 in an hour and a half on my main channel for a new video premiere. Have a great rest of your Friday. Bye, everybody.